0: You're listening to one-on-one with DP, brought to you by Beatrice Bakery on 937 the Ticket and the Ticketfm.com.
1: Welcome back to 101 uh 402-464-5685. Sarga me Text Line on the Lincoln Hotline. I want to thank the folks from Beatrice Bakery uh, for what they do in making this hour of radio uh possible. Uh Steve Taylor is with me today, and because of what he's doing. Uh, to kind of build the bridge and set the tone for how alumni and former player engagement is going to happen. Um, I would like to do this. Um, the folks at Beatrice Bakery have some goodies. What we do from day to day is just to make somebody smile and say thank you. Yes. So what we'd like to do is put together – we'll put together a little care package for you to take with you. Oh, that's nice. You can yeah. share it with family and friends. Um, just our way of saying thank you for putting – this sort of thing, dude. Are you saying that those little packages of, of fruit cake I was eating, uh-huh. that, dude?
2: That's the best fruit cake I've ever had. I, I was trying to. Explain, <laughs> I'm dead serious. I was like, <laughs> when I saw that I was, and I was like, this is good.
1: Well, guess and what? We I, can I give could, you an entire I, fruit could, cake. I, could, <laughs> I couldn't stop eating it. No, I mean, it, it was it, awesome. I was like, this is good. And it's fresh. It's oh man. It's like right. I mean, it's all natural. So you yeah. go through and you go, wow. I try to explain to people. We were at a convention and everybody was like, good and fruit cake shouldn't go together. Like no, you haven't had. It's this. awesome. Like you haven't had it. this, so we'll we'll do that as a, as a care package. Well, Definitely give of you. it to you uh, and saying thanks for what you're doing. This event, um, there's several different things moving behind yes, it. Yes, um, one of them being the presence and reemergence of Mickey Joseph. So, uh, yes. what is it about Mickey Joseph that is uniting folks and making momentum happen around him?
2: You know, it's so weird because Mickey has always been Mickey. Uh, he was a uh, incoming. Fr- we- <laughs> Here's a typical Mickey story, right? And I'm just gonna have this conversation. Uh, Gives you a little insight of his personality because Mickey was very, very highly recruited out of Louisiana. And I was going into my junior year and he was signed by University of Nebraska. And I saw highlights of this dude. I mean, this dude was fast, he could run and everything. And I told myself, Mickey was at my house and his wife, we were all there and we're talking about this, right? And I said, dude, I said, you have no idea how you motivated me to be a better quarterback. I said, when I saw your highlights and you were coming in that next year, I went and took the lightest load I could take academically. And I focused myself. I said, this is my – this. I had a great sophomore year. There's no question about that. But I was like, I need to take my game to a whole new level. And I said, I'm going to dedicate my junior year to that. And because I was being pushed by Mickey Joseph, right, coming in, had to have my stuff together. And uh, it was weird, right, because I said that. And he said, yeah, I do. He said, "Um, when I came here and and the first day of practice and and you threw that ball, (laughs) he said, I went and sat down next to Leota's flowers on the bench. And Leota said, I know what you're going to do. You're going to (laughs) redshirt. Just like Leo's was, right? So Mickey told me that story, right? And Mickey said, well, they didn't tell me about that number nine guy, right? So that's just Mickey. And he's just – he's outgoing. He knows football pedigree in his family. He loves it. That's all he does. So we're at his house again, sitting there, have, have, having, some water, I mean, having some, some water or whatever, and we're chatting, right? <laughs> and uh, he, said, um, he said someone's asking him a question, and they asked me, he said, what's your hobby? I said, well, obviously it's golf, right? And I said, what's yours? He said, football. That dude lives and died football. That's, that, that's a coach. That's all he, it consumes him. I mean, it's weird because when he bought when he bought my house and I was finishing their basement, I saw his wife four or five times. Priscilla, you know her; she's mm-hmm. awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You know, people think I was married to her. You know, because, That's Rico's <laughs> best friend. Yeah, she said, she said, dude, I see you more than my husband. Mickey leaves at seven in the morning, comes home at ten, eleven, twelve o'clock at night. You know, it was weird. So he loves football. That's what he does. He brings this energy. Um, I talk. I, I listen to him talk to the recruits. And uh, it's awesome. It's wonderful. So that has re-energized me as well, you know, to see that type of dedication and commitment. And and he he has passion for football. And he he came here to help Nebraska. He could have easily stayed away. I mean, he had other offers and everything. And our program was not in the best of shape, you know, uh, and everything. So he wanted to come back here. He came back here to help the University of Nebraska-Lincoln get back to where we need to be. That's the type of coach and player, you know, Mickey is, and he's fun. He's cool. He's cool, it's cool to be around, and uh, I spent more time with Mickey now than I did when I was here playing, you know, uh, just because. Uh, so it's been great reconnecting with him. It's been and his family and his wife. They're all great. His kids, little Mickey and Milana, I mean, they're great. So it's been fun and exciting for me, and, and that's why I'm so excited about this because uh, he's bringing this huge energy to this to the university, and he's reconnecting with. Uh, he has ties in Omaha, you know, so he's reconnecting with all those ties and everything. So uh, it's just awesome to watch him do that and to be a part of it and try to do my little role that I can do as a former player.
0: do it today, and Roman will give you twenty percent off your first order. That's R O dot C O slash regrow.
1: Can Mickey be the connector and in the, in the straw that stirs the drink for for Omaha it's not, and Lincoln? It's, it's not right? Can he be?
2: He is. Yeah. He has already done that. There's been huge results already uh, for things that he has done and that he continues to do. So, um, so we're, we when I say we, I always say we because I feel like I'm part of the University of Nebraska. We're gonna get this right. We're gonna get it right. And uh, it starts It starts with us as players. It starts with the current administration. And another thing too is, is Trev Alberts. Trev has been absolutely phenomenal from what he's done and, and the, the decisions that he's made and how he's going about his business. And he's a former player. So um, leadership starts at the top. And I think now we have that leadership. Not, not I think, I know that we have that leadership um, and we're all on the same page. We have this common goal, and um, we're going to get it done, and we're soldiers. It takes each and every one of us to do our individual part to uh, to get this university, get the reputation and respect back that we deserve, that we've earned.
1: You, you and, a, and a bunch of other connected Huskers use the term leadership. I'll ask you for a definition of uh, it because people, when you say leadership can be the bridge, a lot of people go in different corners about what that means. Yeah. To you, what does leadership mean? You know,
2: practice what you preach, uh, do what you say you're going to do, uh, be loyal, be committed. Uh, those are values that I was raised on from my mom and my, my mom, and Coach Osborne was a reflection of that. My professional coaches were the same way. You know, there's no rocket science to it. You know, be consistent in your behavior and what you do. Be inclusive. Uh, don't exclude people. Uh, treat people on the on the content of their character. Uh, you gotta earn your job around here. You gotta you gotta you gotta keep doing what you need to do to keep it. You know, so uh, that's leadership to me. And you can lead in many many different ways. You know, I was a leader in my way. Broderick Thomas led his way. I fed off that. I loved it. Uh, and I learned like you don't. And, that, and that's just one thing I was telling VJ about uh, about Coach Osborne. You know, because Coach Osborne used to refer to Barry Switzer as, oh, he's a figurehead coach. But Switzer lit, he motivated his players. He, he, he led – he was boisterous in things, and he gave his players confidence. Where at that time, Nebraska was more reserved, more quiet, you know, more traditional. It was okay to have a little swag. It was okay to have some swag as long as you backed it up. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't want to go over the top. Miami had their swag, you mm-hmm. know. And so um, we developed that at Nebraska, and those players were not um, – they didn't suppress those type of feelings. Broderick Thomas brought that out. With a lot of players that you can be vocal, you can be confident. You can say, "I want to go to the league." You can say, "I want to win the national championship" without being frowned upon. You know, I just thought about this last night when we used to set our goals with Coach Osborne. We never set a national championship goal. It was never a national championship goal. It was always, you know, practice, win the Big Eight, things of that nature. But it's okay to set a national championship goal. You know, so um, we learn and we get better. So that's leadership to me. Um, and everyone leads in a different way. Um, so, but it all starts at the top. And I think uh, we got an athletic director that's a player. He He's not afraid to make tough decisions. He's going to hold you accountable. And um, he's going to do what he says he's going to do. And he's been extremely I- inclusive, which is very, very important to me because that was one of the foundations of why I came to Nebraska. Um, there was only so many schools that a black quarterback could play. And Nebraska was one of them. We're, we're a pioneer in that. That's you know? a so,
1: big deal. It's a huge deal. Right? Like, that's a big deal. So, Within the the that that pyramid of of Nebraska bl- black quarterbacks, and it's a part of why, as a young kid in D.C., you pay attention to programs outside. And even, of that. and
2: even to get away from black quarterbacks, I I go and say mobile quarterback. Or start
1: a yes. you know, style yes. of play, yes. right? Like mm-hmm. it, it's unique, and that was kind of the the style at the time because especially yeah. the people you were competing uh, against, Oklahoma, said, "Listen, yeah. this is this is how we're gonna get down there. Y'all mm-hmm. can either uh, get beat by us or get on board," but. How did that discussion? Was that ever a discussion with you being here? It, listen, Absolutely I, I want to come here. I want to play the position, yeah. uh, and you're going to be okay with.
2: Absolutely. It. Uh, UCLA, USC, say, hey, Steve, you're a great quarterback, but you know you, you could be a great wide receiver or maybe running back. You know, uh, Penn State uh, was one school back east, uh, so I had several schools were like that, but I had schools like Cal Berkeley say, hey, you're going to play quarterback. Right. No question. Universal Washington mm-hmm. said you're going to play quarterback. I got an inter- interesting story about that. Right. Um, and then uh, Coach Osborne, he promised me three things. He said, Steve, you are going to get a chance to get a good education. Right. And you're definitely going to play quarterback. We're not going to switch you. And you're going to have you're going to have a chance to compete. That's all I needed to hear. A lot of the schools promised me a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. But and he did exactly that. But that's how right. programs get in trouble. Is making the promise and then well, go you got to make the right promise. Was, <laughs> he made the promise that I can get a good education, yeah. I have a chance to compete, yeah. and I will play quarterback. He didn't promise me I was going to be a star. Right. He didn't promise me that I'm going to start. Right. He didn't say that because a coach who says that he's saying that to the next guy next year, right? So and I, and I ha- I've had that to my, I I had coaches say that to me. Lou Holtz recruited me when he was at Minnesota.
1: You know, he's so, a different kind of recruiter. Than Tom he, was, he was. He was. Yeah. He was. You know. He was. But but they all
2: did it in their own little way, and I respect him and everything. But but it was just something about Nebraska. Uh, not something. It was a trust factor. And Coach did what he and – when, and when I came here, when I came here, I saw you – no, know, Turner Gill, first of all, was here, mm-hmm. right? McAtherin Clayton was here. Mm-hmm. Wendell Wooten was here. Mm-hmm. These are all quarterbacks. And not only – I'm going to get somewhat crazy on you. Not mm-hmm. only were they black quarterbacks, they were of dark skin.
1: Yeah. Which <laughs> was like me. Right.
2: Now, the general pro- whole population, different population deal. won't understand that. Right? different deal. whole so, different deal. So, I knew that, right, that they weren't afraid to put him out there as a face of their program. Right. That's a huge difference. And, of course, we were winning. If we weren't winning, the Broncos wouldn't have been on my top list. I'd say that, that right that, now, but they were winning. So there's so much depth
1: from behind what you just said that people may miss it in the passing. Uh, yeah, having dark-skinned quarterbacks is, a, is yes. a, like within this space, we understand it, and we know the difference between one and the other. We'll throw it to break. One more segment with Steve Taylor before VJ jumps into the party, and I would imagine uh, that that segment is going to be something to behold. Stay tuned, 101-937-the-ticket.
0: Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7-the-ticket and theticketfm.com.